Hello and welcome to the NFL Playoff Preview Show, Whoa. powered by Odds Checker. I'm Tom Julian. This is Ben McClymont, and Ben is finally here. January football, playoff football, 12 teams that genuinely think they can win the big one. Yeah, it's a weird time of year, isn't it? Because everyone kind of thinks the season's over. It hasn't even really begun yet. We don't know. We're not any closer to finding out who's won the Super Bowl, so let's get down to business. Yeah, it's good that we've buried a load of teams because we've watched a load of teams like my Jaguars, like the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Jets, all of these teams that have been pretenders for the last 17 weeks. Not even pretenders, most of them. No, exactly. The boys. Again, like, well, did you see uh, the Jags uh, on Sunday? Yeldon and Fournette, not even not even playing along. Like Yeldon's an active member of the team, just sitting on the bench while the offense is out there. Doesn't care. Got free agent time, isn't it? A few players like playing free agency, don't want to get injured, so they're just saying well with it. Well we're getting rid of them now and we're focusing <laughs> on the guys that actually have a chance. Ben, right off the bat, and we're gonna go through each team, is there any of the remaining franchises that you think don't have a chance in the playoffs? Um there's not really many. I'm not really backing the Eagles very high. I think they're going to struggle against the Bears at the back. But we did say this last year as well. Yeah. But the Eagles haven't really got things going this year until the last couple of weeks. But this is Nick Foles' time of the year, man. I know, but the Eagles last year, they, they were great for so much of the year. And I know it was Carson Wentz as well, but they had a lot of great things going on. Defense was good. All around atmosphere was good. It's not got going this year, really. They haven't played any good football. So I think this is a bit one step too far and that's why they, they are 45 for now the biggest outsiders to win uh, yourself Tom you got an outsider just on the on the Eagles that I quite like that 45 to 1 I wouldn't put your house on it but Nick Foles is playing better the secondary is playing better as well they've probably got one of the best offensive lines in the NFL yeah. so Nick Foles is going to have time to throw it and he's put up a lot of points already you know I'm sure Jeffrey going back to Soldier Field this weekend I think there's some nice things there to, no, to, to make, me, make me happy about the Eagles another team um, that we're going to talk about the, the winner of the Chargers would be the Ravens yeah. I really feel like those two are great sides but they're both overall Super Bowl underdogs whichever team wins is going to take a massive amount of confidence for that game and I could see them making a little bit of a charge if you like oh for the Chargers <laughs> maybe but I like the Ravens too that defence is so strong yeah. and you've got the odds for the Chargers and the Ravens in front of you I have Chargers to win the AFC 9-1 to Ravens 18-1 to then to win the Super Bowl the Ravens are still 18-1 to the best odds so take them to win the AFC and the Chargers are 20-1 to that is a good one if, if you do fancy the Ravens make sure you back them in the AFC then because yeah. there's absolutely no benefit to no. going with them at the same time. That this is why Odds Checker is so good because it sees the holes in that system. So Ravens fans, make sure you get on them to win the AFC. Yeah. Right, let us off. let's get to it then. Let's get to wildcard weekend. We've got every team here, Ben, and you and I are gonna have a little discussion, just going through each game, having a look and seeing who we fancy. Does that sound alright to yeah. you? Alright. Who what why and when? When do they lose? When do they win? <laughs> Absolutely, all the facts. Right, will you go first? I'll go first to you, Tom. And it's the Indianapolis Colts, Tom. Have you seen this go? This is like the FA Cup draw, isn't it? <laughs> Drawing the Houston Texans. <laughs> and that one is uh, 9.25 on Saturday night. Now, the, Talk to me. Well, the Texans, as the home team, are favourites, Ben. Yep. Put that down. I'm backing the Colts. Why? Because they're in fantastic form and they've got Andrew Luck, who is comeback player of the year. I don't think there's much doubt about that. No, he has really. been absolutely brilliant. And full credit to head coach Frank Reich because the Colts were dead and buried last year and he has resurrected them. The Colts look 
good, they're fun to watch, you've got Marlon Mack who loves a little run, and I just think they're excited. Compare that with the Texans, who are struggling injury-wise, and it feels like they're faltering, even though they're battered the Jags. That doesn't say a lot. I just feel like they are coming out of form at the wrong time. Yeah, because there was a time we were talking about the second of Lamar Miller, and they were running all over everyone. They had like a 99 yards run, didn't they? A 98 yards run. Yeah. And that's kind of just stopped dead. Whilst Marlon Mack is coming in, and that offensive line is moving people. They showed some highlights in the game against the Titans of Quinton Nelson just pancaking people. He just flattens people. So if they can really jump on the back of that, that's great. And T.Y. Hilton all did the season has been on five on that as well. So I agree with you. I think. The Colts can go far. Worst case, though, they can get knocked out by the Texans. Texans are, remember, the division champions. Um, Give them the credit. Yeah, which credit or credit is due. So, how far can the Texans go? Well, they can go to the Super Bowl, but I just don't see them getting there. To me, the Texans don't have the squad depth, but they do have the X Factor, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. He, He is insane. Yeah. The big matchup is. Colts have conceded the least amount of sacks this season, we think 18, yeah. and the Texans have maybe one of the best defensive lines on its day, like JJ Watt, Clowney, these guys. That's a huge matchup in this game. Just to, just to respond to you there, the, the Colts don't get sacked. The Texans have been sacked 62 times. Deshaun Watson is going to hit the dirt in this yeah. game. It's going to be a troubling one. He um, had the most, or second most, I think, um, quarterback responsible sacks as well, in terms of keeping the ball for too long and taking his own sacks right when the offensive line is really let himself down. So the Colts are underdogs in this one. I fancy them 1.5, uh, plus 1.5 on the points scale. That's a 10 to 11. I quite like that. 48.5 total points is the line here, Ben. Do you see over or under on that one? I'm going to go over because I think it could blow up a bit. I think Hopkins can have a big game. We've got him over 92.5 yards at 10 to 11. Uh, Marlon Mack over 49.5. Russian at the 5-6 as well. Um, we had Eric Eber on any time start. Touchdown score as well. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna blow up. Yeah, you've got Eric Ebron uh, thirteen to eight anytime touchdown score. I like <coughs> that one as well. Uh, but I'm gonna stick with the Colts. And for me, the market is on the winning margin here. So the Colts winning margin at one to thirteen points. That's at seven to four. I like that. Yeah, maybe some outside longer odds. Uh, Texans at halftime and Colts at full time seven to one. I can see that happening as well. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be cagey. But the Colts for me in the end. They've got enough to progress. Colts. Yeah. Put them through. Put them okay. through. Let's go. Seahawks. At the Cowboys. Uh, this one is 1.15am Sunday morning on Sky Sports America. I like that. I like that rebrand. You do. You <laughs> say that a lot. All right then, Betty. <coughs> talk to me. Seahawks, Cowboys. Let's talk first about who we like. Let's talk about Seahawks. Yeah. How far can they go? Uh, I think they can go all the way. They have hit form exactly the opposite to the Texans. The Seahawks have hit form bang the right time. And Pete Carroll, to me, is a, um, a playoff winning coach. He, mm. he knows how to dial up schemes. He's, he's fun. <coughs> and the Seahawks are just looking great. Russell Wilson's playing the best ball of the season. Um, and to me, they, they are one of the informed teams. And I'm excited to see how far yeah, I think the, one of the reasons they could go far is number one, they're still running the ball well, which is what we said they were all season. Mm. But now they've got a bit more because Doug Baldwin's come back from injury, and that kind of completes off what looked like a little bit of a not a weak wide receiver group with Ty Lockett and David Moore. The rookies done okay, but with Doug Baldwin back in as well, Baldwin and Lockett are you don't cover two receivers like that very often, do you? They're both really shifty and short, quick. So those two together are a real handful, and I think. If they can keep those guys fit, especially Doug Baldwin, 
his, what do you have, 126 yards against the Chiefs. And when in those big games, Russell Wilson's going to go to him. So he's going to go to him a lot in this game. So I've over 52 and a half yards is his line, 13 to 15. All you need for those kind of over the yardage bet is one big run, yeah. isn't it? And Doug Baldwin can definitely rip those off. But the Cowboys are favourites in this game. Uh, and do you think they're deserved favourites? That's upside down. That is upside down. That's right. right. There you go. There it is. Um, <laughs> they are they deserved favourites? I don't know. They're at home. Dallas is a tough place to go, <coughs> um, and they have some good players. Amari Cooper's come into that system and is playing really nice football. They've obviously got Ezekiel Elliott, um, but can they win this game? Of course they can. Of course they can. Yeah, how do they win the game? They've been on defence, surely. That's the only way to see them winning it. I think Leighton Van Der Esch in there uh, with um, Jalen Smith in, yeah. in the uh, in linebacker core, and you've got Lawrence up front. If those guys can get playing well and restrict Russell Wilson, stop him rushing as well, and if they can get it, to be honest, they've got to stop Chris Carson, haven't they? Yeah, sure. Primarily. Yeah, it's going to be a nice running back battle between Elliot, who is, is this star yeah. guy, and then Chris Carson, who obviously a little bit less... Unheralded. Un- unheralded, nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a defensive battle. I think the Seahawks have got enough to cope with what Jason Gadd's going to throw at them. I just, I just really like... Do you see that? Okay, that's very interesting. So, two kind of evenly matched teams we're saying. Yeah. Pete Carroll versus Jason Garrett. Is that, is that where it's going to happen? I think it might be, you know. And that's the, the Carroll's restriction. Well, and the fact that we've, we've seen the Seahawks in the playoffs uh, so regularly, and then I think Pete Carroll's 6 0 in, um, in wildcard wild weekend. So, he knows how to get this done. Jason Garrett's 1 and 2. That Prescott lost his lost his opening uh, playoff game a couple of years, years ago. Um, I just know that the, uh, the, the Seahawks know how to do this, and that's why I'm back in there, even though they're underdogs. So yeah. you can get Seahawks plus 1.5 on the points of <coughs> 10 to 11. Um, I quite like the Seattle uh, defense, all, all special teams, anytime touchdown scorer. That's a 9 to 2. I just feel like they can rip one off. Like I, I don't mind it then. Okay, I quite like that as well. Um, there's a few half-time full-time which might come in if it's, you think it's tight. Cowboys half-time, Seahawks turn it around and win at full-time. Seahawks 1 to 30, oh sorry, that is at 7 to 1. Seahawks 1 to 13 points, winning points, margin 9 to 5. I think it's going to be close anyway. I, I don't, the Seahawks could run away, Cowboys cannot run away with the game. You think the Cowboys are going to win, I take them 1 to 13 at 6 to 4 because then they're never going to pull away because they just don't, they're too... Uh, weak mind almost. They're just going to keep running it and give them punting away rather than going for big plays. So let's call it in this game. I'm going for the Seahawks. What are you saying? I'm going for the Seahawks. Well, I think you're right. I think it's Pete Carroll. That makes a difference. All right, the third game of Wild Card Weekend: the Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. Ben, who do you like in this one? I like the Chargers. Woo-hoo. Tom likes them. I like the Ravens. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be an interesting game. And Ben, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, as we said before off there, we said whoever wins this is going to be a real fearsome matchup for the rest of the AFC contenders. Chargers, why do I think the Chargers can win? Phil Rivers. And it's kind of as much as my heart as my head, but I just love watching the guy compete. And I, I feel like he knows this might be his last shot. Well, it's getting close. So... He's going to be coming all out of this, and he's got enough weapons now. He can do some things with the offense. Got Mike Williams, and Mike Williams is a big target for him in the red zone. He hasn't got his. his t- oh, also, Hunter Henry might be back. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be great if Hunter Henry's back as well. Um, sorry, that's off piece, but still. Um, and then there's still Keenan Allen. If Melvin Gordon's fit, that could make a big difference. But then I could see them losing, and I could see them losing. 
because of that Ravens defense. Yeah, Harbour uh, is so experienced. Again, he's a he's a Super Bowl winner. Harbour with the Ravens. Joe Flacco again experienced. He's been there. He's done that. The defense is back to its best in Baltimore as well. They, they can beat anybody. Uh, Ravens are fourth in the NFL against the run. They're fifth against the pass and second in points allowed. So they can compete. They can handle anybody. They've won the last, uh, last the six of their last seven games. Yeah. The Ravens. So they're in a nice bit of form now. Um, and Lamar Jackson is a fun quarterback to root. His confidence must be sky high. Yeah, he's only dropped <laughs> a game against the against the Chiefs, um, which said they. What came close to it? Three points last night? Came close to winning that one. So Lamar Jackson is one of these guys, and, and they beat the Chargers already yeah. recently in LA. So the, the, the Ravens' confidence levels and Lamar Jackson's confidence levels must be so high. We've talked about um, the experience, but also they've got this fresh, new excitement about them. And I just I just love the way they're playing. I'm kind of rooting for Baltimore. I think it's, it's a bit of heart overhead in this one. Because yeah. it, it could it really could go either way. And I, I don't really mind which way this one goes either, which makes me kind of feel better about the whole situation. Um, <laughs> But we'll throw some odds at you anyway. If you want, if you like me and like the Chargers, they're one to thirteen points on the winning points margin on the road. It's at two to one. The thirteen to ten outright, so they are the underdogs. With the Ravens at four to six. Yeah, Ravens four to six and uh, minus three. Um, it's evens there. So yeah, I quite like that. I'm going over in the points on this. Yeah, me line. too. It's quite a low points line. Yeah, forty-one point five is the total points line. That's at twenty to twenty-one. Kenneth Dixon, the running back for the Baltimore Ravens, anytime touchdown scoring. That's at thirteen to eight. Yep, for the Chargers side, like Mike Williams any time touchdown score, that is his go-to target in the red zone uh, on phase, near the corner, and that's, so you get him at 5-2, to two, which you like. So get Mike Williams at 40.5 yards at 10-11, to 11, so you could maybe combine that for a little double. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be a fun one. So you're going Chargers, I'm going Ravens. Yeah. We'll see you guys at the bragging rights next week. And the last game, Benny, of Wildcard Weekend, I'm going to take this one. The Philadelphia Eagles travelling to the Chicago Bears. Your Chicago Bears. Yes, the Bears. I remember we did this week one, and I said once after the Khalil Mack trade, I was like, "Are the Bears good enough?" And you're like, "Oh, well, you weren't still quite sure." No. And now they're here. How confident are you feeling? Very confident now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Especially, I don't want to say this, but especially against the Eagles, because there was a lot of talk of oh, they could dress players against the Vikings, but I think the best thing to do would beat the Vikings and play the Eagles. I don't like division matchups in the playoffs. I think it adds a lot more pressure. Take the Eagles and. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but the Eagles are riding the same thing they rode last year, but they were playing so much better at the start of the season last year. They've really scraped through this year. Nick Foles coming in again, all good, we all love Nick Foles, but I think that Bears defence is going to be brutal. I think they're going to really stick into them. The Eagles have won five of their last six, and the loss came in overtime at <coughs> Dallas. So, um, I think that the Eagles are in great form. Nick Foles is playing lights out, as he tends to do with yeah. the in, in, uh, in playoff football. So <coughs> he's a charmed man right now. He's 9-2 and two in his last 11 starts uh, over the last two seasons. Um, and that obviously includes last year where he, where he took them all the and way. And he really did right. He was the reason they won that. He was the Super Bowl MVP for a reason. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute crazy story. But... Momentum plays such an important part in these games, and we saw it last year. And Philly are a team who love being the underdog, and they're heavy underdogs in this one. I think this is the biggest yeah. underdog matchup of the weekend. Bears are six-point favourites in this one, so I fancy the uh, I fancy the Eagles minus six points. Yeah. Uh, plus six points. That's a ten to eleven because 
I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying about maybe the Bears aren't quite good enough at this point, especially playoff football, to really pull away from a team like the Eagles. And Nick Foles has proven he can stick with teams as well, but just if they can let Khalil Mack off and get the many other weapons out of the defence going, then I think it'll be really hard for him. Yeah, uh, to, to your point there, Khalil Mack is my defensive player of the year. I think he's... he's Kyle Donald. No, because I think Khalil Mack has transformed the Bears from an 8-8 team to a 12-4 powerhouse and a, a potential Super Bowl winner because of that defence and he is the absolute linchpin. Aaron Donald, very, very nice player, a great player, well, like Hall of Famer, but he's in, he's in a defensive Hall yeah. of Famer. So for me, Jeff always talks about your MVP has to be the guy that's a difference maker and Khalil Mack has been the biggest difference maker in Chicago. Yeah. He struggled with a few injuries though. I, I think I called him Alan Donald, like the cricketer earlier, but Aaron <laughs> would be my defensive MVP because he is a beast. He's racked up the most sacks, he's on 19. Um, and I know he said he's transformed, he transformed that defence years ago and they're still riding that way. So for me it is Aaron Donald. Fair enough. Um, let's get back to this game yep. though. And one guy that would love a little revenge game, Alshon yep. Jeffrey, started his career with the Bears, now at the Eagles. He's a 10 to 3 to score any time. Um, I quite like that one, Benny. Yeah, and uh, any other anytime touchdown scorers that I like, uh, Sproles I like. Sproles have really come in and changed the team a lot. So he's a 7 to 2 anytime. Yeah. Tariq Cohen, 7 to 4. Uh, uh, Howard, Jordan Howard is 60.5, that's his line for rushing yards. I quite like over on that line, but it depends. They really bring out Tariq Cohen on the bigger game, so I'm not sure if they'll maybe bench him a bit. But I like that Tariq Cohen at 7-4. Yeah, very nice. Um, if you had to have a turnaround, because I see this one being a close one, Bears half-time, Eagles full-time, that's at 19-2. to So let's think yeah, it on that one. But I, I, I think it's going to be an entertaining game, and I... I Again, I don't know who I want to win in this one. Who's the best to win? I, I think I want the Eagles to no, win. Better. Horrible. Over under the points line <laughs> to finish it off. Uh, 41 points. I'm going under on the points line. That's a 19 to Could be cagey, couldn't it? I'll yeah. take the So that is Wild Card Weekend. Let's take a little look at the other teams who get to take a nice rest this weekend, Ben, which is so important. Yeah, deserved rest for a lot of these teams. Yeah, well, let's start with this one then, the Kansas City Chiefs. Tell me what you like about the Chiefs. Uh, they're my favourite for the AFC, I think, mainly because of who I think will be the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, and that offence is is so fierce. There's just so much coming at you. And they really, and they're probably the team that needs the break the most, because say, Kelsey's a bit banged up, uh, Tyreek Hill has been banged up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they really need this break to get fit and get healthy. And the homes, he's not he's not been a quarterback for long. You know, no, he, yeah. he needs to take a little rest, just calm down, and then go again. Yeah. Uh, are you with me on the Chiefs? Are they your favourite? I am. I fancy the Chiefs, um, AFC champions. Yeah. I, 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 now eight to five to win the AFC. I like the way they play. So how it would break out if we are right is that the. Uh, or the Ravens or the Chargers would then go to Arrowhead and uh, so that would unless the Colts win well that's what, yeah so the oh yeah so the Colts will go and play the Chiefs if they won yeah yeah so which I, I think is a nice match to, for to be honest I, I can see the Chiefs beating any of those guys at home yeah I don't really fear the only thing is my fear for the Chiefs actually maybe the Ravens I think the Ravens and the Pats I don't know why but I just because the Pats won that game I know it was in Foxborough at the start of the season, I think it just put one over Patrick Mahomes. He's now part of the club who's tried to go in there and win and failed. But he doesn't have to go in there. That's the beauty. No, that is just the true. Chiefs have if no they if they get all the way to Atlanta, then they will stay at the Arrowhead 
for the next couple of games, and so they have got a straight route to the Super Bowl, and I would love it if they got it. Yeah, me too. Or I'd love to see them play the Rams. I really would. I, I just love that game so much. I want to see it again. It's like you rehearsed this, isn't it? <laughs> we didn't know. We really didn't. Oh, we did professional. Uh, the LA Rams. Now, they have a huge, huge ceiling. They are a great yes. side. They've got brilliant players. Tom Gurley's been unbelievable. Um, been able to kind of ease off a little bit <laughs> in December, but is an absolute superstar. We've already talked about Aaron Donald. They've got a, a plethora of talent on defence. But... Over December, they haven't been that impressive. They've beaten a couple of cupcakes in the 49ers and the Cardinals, but they've lost big games, Ben. They've kind of fell off a little bit. Why are you still confident that the Rams are going to do it? I think it's because of that ceiling. I think, um, I just think they've got a lot going for them, especially on defence. That hasn't stepped up at all. Uh, Peters on the outside and Kiel Talib, they've both struggled a little bit. That was what we thought would be the lockdown. You lock down two sides of of the field mm. and where to refer to, but that's not been the case. So that needs to step up. Todd Gurley's gone missed, I'm not saying missing a little bit, but he's not producing those big performances. Um, and they have struggled about Cooper Cup, haven't they? Yeah. They've just come in and done nicely, and they're starting to use the tight ends a bit more, so everyone's got a few touchdowns. Uh, Tyler Hick beats it a little bit, but they've still got um, Woods and Cooks, and that is, they've they still got good players, and I just think that ceiling is so high. Yeah. I did see one more thing was um, Whitworth, the left tackle for the Rams went down uh, week 17. So I'm not sure about that injury um, update, but then they've got a week, hopefully in a week's time it will cover. But rounds of my pick, um, they are 23 to 10 to win the NFC. Chiefs got eight to five to win the AFC. So they are two off the favorites. Saints are just ahead, but I love those two. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Saints. We'll come on to the Saints, but let's talk about the old enemy, the New England Patriots, the team that everybody loves to hate, Ben, and yet, Bill Belichick doesn't care. They do it every single year. They're always in the mix, and they will be once again. Do you see them going all the way? Uh, no, but then yes. <laughs> I just I don't know how they've got to this point. It looked like they threw away the bye several times, and the Texans it was theirs. Um, but I, I don't really know what happened. They kind of just snuck back in, as they always do, and they have that bye for what, the ninth straight season or something. Yeah, and, and Tom Brady hasn't been playing as well this season. Rob uh, Gronkowski hasn't been playing as well. It seems like their big players aren't performing like they used to, and yet they're still in this position. Second seed, uh, they get a break for the wildcard weekend. They will face um, either the, well, probably the Ravens or the Chargers. Um, yeah. So... Maybe the Texans. Texans Maybe the Texans. But they're going, it's going to be cold in Foxborough. Those the Ravens could go in there and run the ball. The other it's going to be half those other teams. And they've lost all scores now. I guess for the rest of the season looks like he's out. Yeah. Gronkowski needs to step up. I think Edelman's been quite good. Everyone's he's, he's lost a, a step, but he's their number one guy. And then you're looking at James White and those running backs. That's when they're going to have to do the damage. Or was they're in trouble? Yeah, we haven't talked about Edelman all season, and that that is a concern. For he's got some two budget. decent numbers though. He's getting like, he's averaging like 78 yards a game, uh, gets a touchdown, but he's kind of the very reliant in now without the, the number one guy on the outside. Yeah, it's interesting what you said there about the Chargers and the Texans maybe don't present as much of a threat as the Ravens because of that weather factor. The, yeah. the Ravens know how to beat the Patriots as well, yeah. and it's, it's going to be an ex- I, I want the Ravens to get through mainly for that one. Let's go back then. 
to your favourite. To my favourite, Drew Brees and the New Orleans Why? Saints. Why are they your favourite? Because they're so good. Why? Because they're exciting. They've got quality offence. You know, Drew Brees is just throwing for everybody and nobody can stop them. Drew Brees is likely going to be the MVP. I know you said Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes too, but there's a storyline to Drew Brees. He's getting on in years as well. So to me, the Saints are just... It's now or never for Sean Payton and, and the Saints to do it again because everything is in place. They've got home field advantage. Um, and I just fancy I think that's the big thing about home field advantage. I think they're going to buckle. I don't think they've got enough on offense. Really? I think Michael Tom, Jeff was talking about this before, and it's like teams have worked out Michael Tom's a little bit. If you put a safety over the top, their other receivers aren't great. Draco Smith's really the second guy. Yeah. They've got Arnold as tight ends, who's yeah, very young. But the thing is, is Kamara. Kamara is the one guy who will kill you. And that's the thing. Like, that's who you've got to stop, really. I, just, I think they're going to, I think one of these teams are going to come up and either run straight through and put, like, really stick to them. And I don't think they're going to have an answer. But you talk about Rams, you talk about Gurley and um, Cooks and Woods. Like, Kamara, Smith, and uh, well, then you've got Michael Thomas. You, you, can't, you can't discount that. No, but I'm not going to trade Paul Smith up there with Woods and Cooks at this moment. But don't you think Michael Thomas has such a high ceiling? Yeah, I think Michael Thomas is amazing. I think he's so those two as a tandem. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's my, and Michael Thomas does not drop the ball. So if he can get open and Drew Brees can look for him, then that is going to be the, the punch. It's Michael Thomas and Kamara on offense need to carry him through, I think. Are we agreed that we both think it will be a Saints-Rams-NFC? Um, probably, although, yeah, because I don't think, I fear, I'd fear the Saints playing the Bears, actually, but I don't think the, the Bears can't really get the Saints, that's not going to happen, they're going to get the Rams. So then you look at who the Saints are going to play, Cowboys, Seahawks, Eagles, I'd fear them playing the Seahawks probably, but I think they can beat the Seahawks, and I think they'll beat the other two if they make it, so yeah. That would be ideal for me, two of the best NFC teams meeting in the playoff, uh, in the NFC Championship. In the Dome. Yeah, that'd be quite an atmosphere. Absolutely. And then they, obviously the Saints then, well, not obviously, the Saints then go to another dome in yeah. Atlanta as well. Um, so that is our playoff look. Uh, we, we'll kind of go through everything there. And obviously we'll be back again next week to talk in more depth about the division. Ignore all wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ignore all of this because it all went wrong. No, I fancy, I fancy our bets actually. I'm really confident with... Uh, three of the four games it's just the Ravens and the Chargers that one is a coin flip to me are you confident the Eagles are going to win? no no not okay good there you go I'm in the nearly confident I'm in the same mix spirit Denny no I'm confident the Bears are going to win yeah yeah. We have done our, our um, one minute previews as well. They'll be out on social media. So make sure you retweet them, follow those along, and go to oddschecker.com for all the best betting odds this weekend. Good luck, and uh, we'll see you again next week. See you next week.